Adam Crowley Show. I mean, I cannot believe the kind of nonsense that I am hearing right now. On ESPN Pittsburgh, 970 AM and 106.3 FM. Live at the Carson City Saloon, we got Bud Lights here. Bud Light Happy Hour coming up from 6 o'clock until 7. At 7 o'clock, the show's over. At 7.27, my world stops. Mountaineer Ball, Villanova, Sweet 16, baby, let's go. Anybody happen to catch that Kentucky game last night? Coach Cal lost to a team that West Virginia beat, and I'm not joking here, by 38 points. I'll tell you later on in the show the exact scenario that I'd love to happen for West Virginia to win the national championship. You have found the Crowley Show where your mom listens, and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Or you can join the cast of dozens and follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. There's been a lot of talk over the last couple of days about the upsets and whether or not they're good for college basketball and the ratings. I could give two bleeps about the ratings. CBS can't feel that way. ESPN, I would imagine, would like the Blue Bloods to be around. But I am soaking up every last second of upset, and I'm loving it. It's telling me and showing me exactly why this tournament is the best tournament in all of sports. I do love college football. I like the conversation that surrounds the Final Four and the playoff and Who's going to get in? It's great. And every Saturday is actually kind of like any given day in the NCAA tournament. But you're always going to get pedigree in the Final Four. You're always going to get pedigree in the National Championship. You're always going to get four teams that you've heard of before and four teams you care about. And yeah, that's better for TV, but it ain't better for me. You tell me if you agree, 412-922-2874. Do you want to see the underdogs? Do you want to see the Blue Bloods? I think a mix is always probably preferred because the underdog playing an underdog eh, doesn't do it for me. Like Kansas State and UL, Chicago, Loyola, whatever the bleep, Sister Jean, eh, it doesn't do anything when they're playing K-State. I don't care so much about that. But you kind of need the underdog to be playing the big guy. 412-922-2874. And I'll take it a step further. In this town, hockey's king. Sure, Steelers, whatever. But in terms of the playoffs, I hear it all the time in this town. The hockey playoffs, the quest for the Stanley Cup, they're the best. In all of sports, people say it's the toughest trophy to win, the Stanley Cup. And while I get it because of the grind of not just the playoffs but the regular season... You can still lose 12 games and win a championship. You can lose 12. You can play poorly 12 times, and you can still hoist that thing over your head when it's all said and done looking all stupid with your beard. In the NCAA tournament, you got six games, seven if you're Jim Behan. And if you don't play well, you're gone. You're fired. You're done. It's over. That's the most difficult trophy to win in sports, this one. The one that West Virginia is playing for tonight. That's the most difficult trophy to win in all of sports. 
Bar none. Sure, it's tough to win a Super Bowl, but if you're a great team, you've got to buy. You're also used to everything coming down to a game. College basketball, it's a long season. A lot of these teams have played 38, 39, 40 games, and it's all going to come down to whether or not you're playing your best basketball on your 38th, 39th, or 40th game. You have to show up each and every night, and my God, we saw last year in the playoffs, the Pittsburgh Penguins, game one against Ottawa, didn't play well. And they still won four out of seven. They still went on to win the Stanley Cup. Tough trophy to win, not as hard as the NCAA tournament. I am addicted to drama in sports. I feel like I've got an addictive personality. Perhaps I've already pounded a Bud Light or two. Perhaps I'm holding a cigarette. You don't know. You don't know me. Perhaps I'm an addicted kind of guy. Yeah. The thing that I'm most addicted to, though, not sex, not Tiger Woods, is drama in sports. Sports is still, to me, the number one reality show, bar none. I like The Bachelor. I can dig it. Bunch of hot girls vying for a guy. You put yourself in the shoes of the guy. It's a good reality program. Doesn't hold a candle to sports. Because in sports, the unexpected happens, and you still get to look at someone like Sister Jean. But the great thing about the NCAA tournament is there's drama every single game. You hear all the time in this town, and in really many towns around sports, that the best two words in sports are Game 7. Guess what we've got 34 times in the NCAA tournament? Game 7. Every last game is a Game 7. West Virginia lining up to play Murray State could be the last one. Against Marshall could be the last one. UMBC, Virginia, could be the last one. Radford was always going to be the last one. That's what draws me to this tournament. That's what draws everyone to this tournament. And you've got to wait around over the course of a seven-game series to get that moment. For example, I remember last year watching Game 7 of Washington-Pittsburgh in the second round and thinking, oh, my God, oh, that's a Stanley Cup-quality game. And I had beads of sweat coming down my face. Needed a cigarette after that one. It was almost post-coital. And then you go to game one against Ottawa, and it just didn't feel the same. When the Penguins had their back-and-forth battle against Washington two years ago when Nick Bonino put the puck in the back of the net and you had Doc Emmerich screaming, It's over! It's over! I think that my pants got a little tighter. But then you go to the first game of the next round against Tampa Bay, and it just doesn't have the same feeling. It's still playoff hockey. It's still intense. Bodies are still being thrown around. It's still tremendous to watch. But you don't have the same feeling. You just don't. The NCAA tournament gives it to you every single game. Agree? Disagree? Just want to talk? Maybe you want to put your mom on the line? 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore... Adam Crowley. Will Graves will join me at 4.20. He was diagnosed with cancer four years ago. And I hold a cigarette in my hand. He'll talk about that, Dub V, the tournament, and more. Pitt? Yeah. It's always funny when Pitt sucks to me. But now they're sucking off the court. Nobody wants to touch that job with a 10-foot pole. Uh, they've gone through a number of candidates that have been rumored now. Uh, Sean Miller said, ah, thanks, love Pitt. 
But no thanks. I ain't leaving. You had Danny Hurley. He said, I'd rather go to a worse conference where it's always snowing, even in the summer, and I'm going to take less money as opposed to going to Pitt. You've now heard that the St. Bonaventure coach is rumored to be a potential candidate. Uh, you've heard that the Washington coach is now rumored to be a potential candidate. Now I'm hearing that the UL, Chicago, Loyola, Sister Jean's coach is a candidate. And all I got to say to all that is, Pitt, you're desperate. If Pitt were to say, hire Porter Moser, that is the Loyola Chicago coach, that's an absolute Hail Mary, no pun intended, desperation hire. One good tournament does not make a good coach. You can't just go out there and try to hire the flavor of the day, the flavor of the month, the flavor of the tournament. Danny Hurley is kind of that, but Danny Hurley's had a history of success. Thad, Thad Mata's had a history of success. Another guy that reportedly spurned Pitt. Tom Crean had a history of success. I'm okay going out and trying to get the flavor of the month coach as long as they've done it consistently and as long as you think they can bring it to the ACC and to the University of Pittsburgh. But when you see Loyola of Chicago go to the Elite Eight in what might be the weakest field we've ever seen in the NCAA tournament, it doesn't exactly scream to me, let's hire that guy. In fact, I think I would rather hire Sister Jean. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I have a key to West Virginia upsetting Villanova tonight. It has nothing to do with offensive rebounds. It has nothing to do with the press. It has nothing to do with Villanova missing shots. It has everything to do with the Almighty. Everything to do with God. And I told you on yesterday's program, if Loyola Chicago won, that I would believe in God. It was my referendum on religion. If they lost, God, thanks, man. Thanks for all that help. If they won, yo, Holy Spirit, God, Jesus, all that, real. So I'm believing. Hardcore right now. But West Virginia needs that in their alley. West Virginia needs a sister gene. So we've reached out to a couple of nuns. One is Irene, I think her name is. She's a sister, or a sister. I guess those are two different things. She called us back. Her voicemail, hilarious. We'll get to her coming up later on in the program. Also, we are going to reach out to Sister Jean at about 4.40, I think. We'll give Sister Jean a call because we found her phone number, and we know it to be the right one, and I'm going to try to get Sister Jean on the program. West Virginia needs God. They need it. Not because of obesity or poverty or the drug problem that they've got. No, they need God to help them beat the Catholics. Villanova. Because we're just not better than them. I spent half my day calling all of the convents in the Pittsburgh area, trying to get a nun to talk to me. And only Tom was successful. Perhaps they're listeners to the show. 412 is the number to call. That's 412-922-2874. All nuns who are listening to the show right now, please turn the radio off because I'm going to suggest something that I haven't really heard suggested all that much on these airwaves. And that's, if Pitt was looking at Sean Miller 
if Pitt was looking at the Washington coach who worked with Bayheim and was caught up in all that NCAA kerfluffle, why the hell not look at Patino? And I know that if other people were to say this, they might be saying it as a hot take. Yeah, why not Patino? He's a good coach. Why not? But why not? He's a good coach. Patino has won championships. Patino's taken teams to Final Fours. Patino has coached at the pinnacle of the sport. And you know that he'd come in the pit and there'd be a quick turnaround. I don't understand why anybody who says, yeah, bring in Sean Miller would be anti bringing in Rick Patino. Rick Patino's a better coach than Sean Miller. They both committed, according to reports, NCAA infractions. Why is one infraction worse than the other? Patino got fired. Yeah, I understand that that means something. Arizona got backed by, or pardon me, Sean Miller got backed by Arizona. That means that they don't think that there's much there. But I think an NCAA violation is an NCAA violation. And it, it was hookers. Everyone has sex. College kids have sex. It's a thing that happens. It's why people like to go to college. Not, not the education or the alcohol. Hell, that's all secondary to the sex. Rick Pitino, he just supplied it for him. Allegedly. I'm all aboard the Pitino train. It's a short ride, but a great one. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. My mom just texted me. She said, given your father's medical history, you should not be smoking cigarettes. Mom, I'm joking. Clearly. No. Nope. Not, not a smoker. Would never happen. Healthy guy. I'm going to smoke four packs tonight watching West Virginia. Oh, my God. Press Virginia versus what I've heard is the greatest basketball organization of all time. The only thing that will calm my nerves, besides the alcohol, is nicotine. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Ike Taylor, gone from the NFL Network because he pulled out his deal, apparently. This is all alleged, certainly. The hell's up with that, Ike? Surprised that Ike Taylor was able to pull it out and take a picture of it without fumbling. Because he always dropped the football. Up next... Will Graves, cancer survivor, great guy, West Virginia Mountaineer, will join me next to discuss all the topics of the day. I used to be tired of Sister Jean. Now I need one on my side. Maybe he can help us rope one in. Will Graves next, Crowley Show. Seven twenty-seven tonight. I will be watching West Virginia and praying. My newfound faith, I think, will help carry West Virginia, not only through Villanova, but all the way to the championship. This guy's pretty faithful. Will Graves from the Associated Press joins me now on the Crowley Show. Hello, William. What's up, my brother? Not a, a little not leading day. I love it. Love it. Damn right. Hey, Will. Yeah, what's up? Four years ago. Today. What was going on in your life? Uh, well, 
technically it was two days before today, I think two or three days. But uh, oh, anyway, I got diagnosed with a weird form of cancer. Um, and yeah, to say that at, at 39 and to say with a, what a four-year-old and a two-year-old at home. So to say that that sort of can uh, change your life a little bit uh, would be an understatement. In some respects, that the, the flip side being four years later, if you didn't know that I had it and didn't know what I went through or while I underwent treatment for 18 months, you would think, well, this guy's the same tool he's ever been. So in that way, like, go cancer, right? <laughs> well, I'll say this, man. It is awesome that you beat it. Uh, it's great that you are here to talk to me on the radio, and I can't imagine having gone through anything that scary. I think that tonight watching West Virginia and Villanova might be something similar. I don't know. You, you can attest, though. You can attest to that, though. I mean, my nerves. I will say this. All right, a couple things here. I want to make sure I don't overstate this. They kind of had as a form of lymphoma that is chronic, so I will get it again. However, the kind of, you know, the kind of cancer that it is compared to something like, you know, brain cancer, spinal cancer, what I call varsity cancers, um, is it's it's not the same. I mean, I I did undergo treatment for eighteen months. Uh, some of it wasn't great, but most of it was fine. Um, and what, it's it's jarring when you're sitting there in a treatment center. And I'll tell you a little story real quick. Um, I had a drug called rituxan, which is basically made of like mouth antigens or whatever, right? And they warn you that the first time that you take it, it's going to screw you up. And I'm nervous, and I'm sitting there. And I ended up having tremors, right, cavitations, whatever. I mean, I basically, it's a, a seizure almost uh, the first time I took it. And they came in, they surrounded me with a bunch of doctors and nurses and stuff, and they gave me, they shot me with a couple of things, and I calmed down after about 10 minutes. And this woman who I'd been talking to out in the waiting room who had ovarian cancer comes over to me, and she's got her, you know, she's got her IV bag, and she's got it on her stand, and she. She's coming over to check on me. She literally had months to live, and she's checking on the sissy sports writer whose body freaked out for 10 minutes because something weird got in there. So uh, that will put you in your place in terms of, you know, I got, it, I got it pretty good by and large. And it also puts you in your place in terms of, like, my God, the strength some people have is uh, – is a pretty stunning. Look, I get to play the cancer card. I yuck it up. It annoys my wife at this point because it's technically incurable. It just goes dormant for long periods. I can say I always have it, which is true. Uh, but it's not the fight that I have is not the fight that, that others have. So if you guys have a chance, people listen to the Crowley show, if you got a chance to go donate blood, if you got a chance to go run a marathon for a, a cancer society or get your fat butt in shape, please do it because we appreciate it. Will Graves. Survivor, joining me here on the Crowley Show. Uh, well, I mean, you might want to downplay it a little bit, but it's still cancer. And I know for a fact the panic attacks that I have, if somebody put something into my body that made me tremor for 10 minutes before anything fixed it, I would lose my mind. It, and I, it, it was, no, I mean, I was, I mean, I'll admit that, I mean, if, if I had to look at, I'm 43 now, if I had to pick. You know, half half hour of your life that's the scariest. That those ten minutes would definitely be in that group. That's not even um, a half hour though, Will. I mean, it's well, bad no, math by you. Well, no, I'm saying if you said, "Hey, Will, you could cram all of your the worst, scariest moments of your life into one half hour," like those ten minutes would be in that half hour. 
the day that I proposed to my wife would be in that half hour. The day I became a father <laughs> would be in that half hour. Uh, tonight, uh, tonight, uh, West Virginia, seven twenty-seven. Is that a close, close third or fourth? You think? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I, I, are we? If we're not supposed to win, right? I don't know, so man. I believe in God now. Uh, very oh, recently, good. very recently, I, I began to believe in God. In fact, last night, uh, after <laughs> after UL Chicago or UC Loyola, the Dean converted you. Is that what happened? I said on yesterday's show, Will, that. I was that going you to. You said on yesterday's show that dinosaurs did not turn into birds. That's <laughs> what I heard on yesterday's show. Uh, well, if you know anything about me, I'm all about denying science and facts. Uh, in <laughs> fact, I think I'm going to run for president uh, coming up in about three years. Uh, <laughs> Will Graves, Associated Press, joining me here <laughs> on the Crowley anyway, Show. You had a point. You had a point. Uh, I might have one. Oh, yeah, yesterday on the program, I said that I don't know if I believe in God. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But if Loyola Chicago won their basketball game, it was going to be a referendum on my faith. If they won, I'm in. If they lost, I'm out. So what I've been trying to do the rest of the day, all day today, is I've been trying to reach out to nuns. And, in fact, we're going to call Sister Jean. We have her phone number at 440, and we're going to see if we can get her on the program and to switch allegiances. We also have Sister Irene. <laughs> Uh, who we will hear from later on in the show. Uh, but, Will, how did your faith not only help you survive cancer, but now make you feel confident about West Virginia's game tonight? Uh, well, I would say that, to be honest with you, I mean, I was a, unlike you, Adam, uh, I, spend, I actually went to church for a while in college. Oh. Um, <laughs> and uh, but then I got a job, and basically the newspaper, my journalism became my religion for a long time. And I would say that actually... Once I got better, after about six months of treatment, I actually started to really improve. And I, I made a promise to myself that if I got through the, you know, that if I got through it okay, I would sort of figure out where I was at. Um, and I would say now, and it's funny today, as I, you know, as I'm running today, um, almost as an fu to cancer because I could not. I mean, I've, literally, when I got diagnosed, my my blood was basically Heinz ketchup. It was so thick. There was so little oxygen in there. I was basically running at 25% capacity. Jeez. Um, sort of basically like cluster, like suffocating internally. My, you know, my hemoglobin level for a normal person is anywhere between 14 and 18, whatever units they have. And I was in, I was three something. Okay. So that should, I was, yeah, so it's about 25%. Uh, basically just a step past the coma. Um, so now, look, I'm still kind of flabby. I mean, I ran a half marathon, half marathon last year. If I run now just to sort of do it and not get worked up about my performance, although I'm an egomaniac, so I still get mad that I'm getting older, that stuff hurts that didn't hurt when I used to run when I was really skinny, like, a, like you when I was 28. So, you know, I would say my faith sort of, in a way, getting through cancer sort of brought me back uh, to, to being a – you know, a, a better Christian, a faithful person. Although I am still, you know, an absolute tool on social media, and I write about it. And I'm like, I should be better. I need to be a better example. And then something just ticks me off, and I just, I can't help myself. It's like, you know, the poet Jay Z said, "No matter where you go, you are what you are, player." So that part I'm still working on. He's bound and down, loaded up and trucking. 
Are we gonna do what they say can be done? Breaker, breaker, one nine. Keep your eyes open. We got a Kojak with a Kodak shooting snapshots on 79 near McKnight Road. Don't let the bear bite you, because when you see the flash, you're dropping cash. So pull back and keep your stack. You see a Miss Piggy, a brown bear, baby bear, bear in the air, bear in the bushes. You give us a holler, and we'll get you home without the freight. 412-922-2874. And you always remember, keep your shiny side up and your skin's on the ground. He's pounding down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? Hey, Will. If it's moments like that, I'm glad I lived. <laughs> what sports got the best playoffs? Oof. Probably, I mean, it's easy to get caught up in the madness. But, I I'm mean, caught I, up. I I'm caught up. NFL, I still think the NFL is... More compel- it's more compelling because it's more evenly matched throughout the year, you know. So. I'll take NFL. I will take NFL because, to me, it's got a lot of the same qualities as the NCAA tournament. Maybe not all the upsets, but at least every game is a game seven. I hear and all the time. The hypo- and it doesn't have the hypocrisy of where everybody's making money except the athlete. Will, so. we've talked about this. <laughs> We're not allowed to discuss this during March Madness. You will not take this away from me. <laughs> I'm a moralizer, man. If Jalen Brunson takes it away from you tonight, are you going to say, hey, Jalen, you can't take this away from me? Let me be very clear with this, Will. If, let's say, and my God, knock on wood, if Jalen Brunson were to hit a game winner tonight, two minutes after it, I am screaming on social media about the atrocities of college basketball. (laughs) Without a doubt. Without a doubt. In fact, everyone who's listening right now, if West Virginia was to lose, knock on wood, if they were to lose this game tonight, I promise you within moments I am on social media bitching about how Villanova probably shouldn't be allowed to keep playing because they probably committed NCAA violations. I'm going to bitch about Javon Carter having spent four years at West Virginia not getting paid. But until we lose, I am not <laughs> complaining about any of that. I'm going to soak it in. And I am wearing right now a jersey with a number five on it, which means Kevin Jones, but his name on, ain't on the back, and right. he did not make a cent from it. Did not make a cent from it, no. But you're not allowed to talk about it, so we're not going to do that. What I do <laughs> hate, though, Will, and hate's a strong word because I don't get that fired up about it, is a lot of people in this town say, well, the NHL playoffs, uh, they're the best. They only kept playoffs, uh, bar none. And, yeah, I get it. But they say it's the toughest trophy to win. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. Yeah, it's a mm. long journey. Nope, it's a long journey, Will. But you lose 12 times. 12 times you can lose, and you can still win the championship. You lose once in football, you're done. You lose once in NCAA, you're done. Yeah, but I, I mean, you're, let's remember, I grew up in the D.C. suburbs watching the Caps blow it every spring, and that was pretty, you know, when the Redskins would lose the playoff game or whatever, I didn't take it as hard. Of course, I had three Super Bowls to sort of soothe the, the pain there. Uh, but I don't know. Like, there's a spe- I will say there is a special kind of hockey hurt uh, that is difficult to shake. In fact, I mean, basically, and, you know, this stuff, I was a Caps, like a super Caps fan 20 years ago. I have really not given that care that much the last 15, 18 years. Uh, that stuff stays with you, man. Mm. I mean, if WV loses, you know what? I mean. Then we're going to go on Twitter fine. and we're going to bitch about the system. Well, I mean, I'm probably bitch about the system anyway, because what's oh. going to happen is Huggy's going to make some extra money if they win tonight, right? And Javon's <laughs> not going to get any of that either. You know what's funny, Will? I just saw that figure today. If they win tonight, he makes an extra 40K. If they win the next round, he makes an extra 50K. And if they win the whole darn thing, he makes like 120K. 
which is not that much when you consider what Leonard Hamilton got five fifty to get to the Sweet Sixteen. Who the hell's that? A better contract. Who the hell's Leonard Hamilton? He's a Florida State coach. Oh. <laughs> well, that guy should get a big bonus if they get there. Let's be honest. You know what? And, and what I've heard, Will, and I'm, I'm tapped in big time in the Florida State community, what I've heard is it's actually all been him anyhow. So the, the players, they don't deserve any of that money. Well, I mean, I have a buddy who's a Miami grad who is convinced there's just a big safe underneath the center court at the uh, whatever that hack, the hack-nied basketball gym wait a second. in a wait, wait a second, Will. Are you telling me that under Seminole's court, there's an ancient Indian burial ground. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> uh, filled with lots of money for good oh. basketball players, yeah. Must have, mis- must have misheard you there. Will Graves <laughs> joining me here uh, on, on the Crowley Show. You, you could say, it's, is it filled with seminal fluid? I don't know. Good question. Will, if Pitt's looking at Sean Miller, and they're just willing to say, and I know he said, nah, no, see, he spurned him. But if Pitt's looking at Sean Miller, and they just don't give a rip about NCAA violations, if they don't care about immoralities, if they don't care the whole thing stinks to high heaven, why not go to the depths of hell? Why not bring Rick uh, Pitino in? My God, I would be in my glory. I, look, I covered Rick for six years. Uh, I've not kept that in great touch with him since I moved here. I, you know, When they come, when he would come, I would talk to him for a little bit. I hear he comes uh, quickly. Look, he's a great nice. – I mean, would, it would take him about five minutes to win over every single media outlet in this town, period. Period. And I would say this. When you look at what the Pac-12 recommended to Connie Rice's thing, when you look at what the Big East recommended to Connie Rice's basketball, whatever, um, I mean, I think there's going to be changes in the next three to five years where a lot of the stuff that's sort of that gray area that gets guys in trouble, that's just going to be above the board. And you're going to see, a, a, I would think, a stiff decrease in infractions. And let's be honest, Rick doesn't have – you know, I, I would imagine if anybody's going to be clean at this point, it's going to be him, right? And I and it, I tell you what, even if he's not, you think Pitt fans, you know what? Oh, I can't believe we hired Patino, and then they go and they beat Virginia in the ACC opener, and then there's twelve thousand people there the next game. You know what? That's exactly it, Will. Uh, Rick Patino, let's pretend uh, and play it out a little bit. He comes in. Right, and then they would be better, obviously, than they were this last year. If he if he comes in, maybe it, it takes a year or two for all the stuff swirling around and to finally come down. Then they're in a better place than they were before, and you're starting over, but you're starting over from a better place. I don't think it's honestly that bad of an idea if you just don't care about morals. Uh, no, I mean, I look. I think he's a hell of a coach. He's oh my, I, I he, he's not allowed to have it both ways, I and mean, you can't say I didn't know anything. I mean, either you knew or you don't know. And either way, if you're running that basketball program, it's bad, right? It doesn't really matter. That being said, you know, if you look back, I mean, as bad as Pitt is now, Kentucky was there in 88 when he got there. They had just had massive NCAA probations. They could not be on TV. They had limited scholarships. He went 14 and 15, I think, that first year. Then he got Rex Chapman, and two years later, they were in the Final Four. Hey, Will. He's a hell of a coach. I would probably love it. I'd be honest with you. I, I would probably be yes, back 100%. Last thing here for you. We had uh, Will Graves' young son, Colin, come on the program uh, a couple of weeks ago now. Well, last week, I suppose, when the tournament started uh, to give us his final four picks. I need to know, who's this young man got winning tonight, West Virginia or Villanova? Well, here. He's standing right here. Let's ask him. Yes, let's ask him. Who you got? You got uh, Nova or WVU tonight? WVU. Yes! Yes! I I raised him right. He's probably going to go to Pitt because his mom works at Pitt. Pitt, You get to go to Pitt for free if you work at Pitt. So, like, I'm fine with that. But 
just know that where the real loyalties are, and he knows that. So that is so, and this is a perfect place to end it. So damn ironic that your wife works at Pitt. Uh, your wife, an adult, is now going to help the child here as opposed to the children helping the adults when it comes to the NCAA. Well, that, that's true. And by the way, and then Twitter always forgets this. I mean, one of the reasons I got cured of cancer is through UP, because UPMC ah, uh, oncologist I got is a world-class physician. So literally, Pitt literally saved my life. Oh, no. But you can't say that. You say that to Pitt Twitter and they get all pissy. So. Would you have died if they took you to Ruby Memorial in Morgantown? <laughs> it's, it's possible. <laughs> Like, hey, I, you know, it's, it's entirely possible I got this because they don't know where it comes from, how the gene mutates to give you this kind of cancer. I might have gotten it from the arsenic in the Coliseum when I was Attaboy. in school. Entirely possible. Say hello to Colin. Take care of yourself, buddy. Congratulations on four years. Go ears. See you, dude. Bye. Will Graves, Associated Press. I really like that guy. I do. I like people who tell it like it is. I like people who moralize when they mean it. And Will means it. Although he has not changed a day since he got cancer. You ever heard that song? What is it? Skydiving, I went. Rocky Mountain climbing, I went. 2.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. That one? I bet you Graves hasn't heard it. Because he'd be skydiving today. Four years? Jumping out of a plane, man. Like, grab life by the balls. Coming up next. Sister Jean probably pulls the balls at the rectory. We'll call her. It's the Crowley Show. It's Track Month. It's Joe's Ford and Wax Ford and Ford in Harmonville. You get a big yeehaw, but that won't be till the end, so you might have to wait for that one because we have 650 brand-new Ford F-150s, 2018 Ford F-150s. Everyone has a five-barrel best price guarantee. Pink, blue, green, yellow, you name it. We've got it. It is Truck Month, and you get a brand-new cowboy hat with every purchase of a Joe's Ford brand-new 2018 Ford F-150 because it's Truck Month where you get your cowboy hats, and a big, big, yeah! So Will says Pitt cured his cancer. I don't like that narrative. Dick Vitale of ESPN. That's the guy who cured Will's cancer. That's the guy we should be heaping the praise on. Jimmy V, not Pitt. Eat bleep, Pitt. Get out of here. So Villanova's talking some smack. There's a sheet that's been hung outside of a dormitory in Villanova that says, I only love my bed and my cousin. I'm sorry, WVU. It's not even that funny. It's not even that original. It's not even funny. Yeah, Villanova. Here's the deal, Nova. See you on the football field. That's right. Beat the snot out of your Wildcats then. Also... I mean, there's a litany of things I could say about the Catholic Church. I won't say them. I will not say them. But just know right now I'm thinking it. Just know right now the church you're affiliated with, I'm thinking bad things about them. That's right. Although that's probably bad timing because we're going to call Sister Jean in a few moments from Loyola, Chicago. She is, what do they call her? I know she's a nun. They call her something. She's team the chaplain. team chaplain, yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Team Chaplain, this nun, 98 years old. I think that's bogus. I really do. I think she's probably like 84. I need to see a birth certificate on this woman. Driver's license, please. I mean, come on. If I got to show my ID to vote, which I actually don't, I think you got to show your driver's license, nun registration, whatever, if you're going to be the Team Chaplain. 
Like, I think they're using the fact that they say she's 98 to spur them on to great things. She's not 98. Look at day over 85. To take it a step further, you don't even really know if she's a nun. She might not be a nun. You can call yourself sister, but that might just mean that you're in Destiny's Child. Let's give her a call right now. Let's let's ring her up. Tom, call her. I know you got her number. You let's want give her a ring. All right, let's, let's give her a ring. Hold right on now. one second. Call her. We're calling Sister Jean. We do have her number. We're calling her right now. I'm so nervous. Hyperventilating. Sister Jean. I don't think she's going to pick up. This is Sister Jean. Currently, I'm unable to answer the phone. Please leave your name and your telephone number, and I will return your call as soon as possible. Thank you. After the tone, please record your message. When you finish recording, hang up or press the pound key for more options. Sister Jean, just want to say, Adam Crowley here, ESPN Pittsburgh, 412-922-2874. That's the number. If you wanted to tweet me, you could. At underscore Adam Crowley. And I just wanted to say, we've been following along with your story this entire time, but you picked the wrong team. You see, UL, Chicago, no, 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 no. Not good enough. West Virginia, though, Sister Jean, I'm going to need you to direct your prayers to almost heaven. Not heaven like you would normally have wanted to, but almost heaven. Almost heaven, West Virginia, to help us beat Nova tonight. Now, I know Nova's a Catholic school. I know that, but I went to Catholic school. Me, Adam Crowley from ESPN Pittsburgh, 412-922-2874. So if anybody, anybody can say that they don't want to see a Catholic school win, it's me. And I think you should direct your prayers to almost heaven, not to heaven. I know this was kind of a Hail Mary. Really appreciate you calling me back at some point. I know you will, 412-922-2874. Also going to tweet me, God bless you. God bless UL Chicago. But really, God bless my Mountaineers. Oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was just being real with her. I treated that like it was confession. Really. I, I Transparency, the number one virtue of the Crowley show. I was not going to pretend to be anything that I'm not. And Sister Jean, I feel like if she was here right now, and she's in spirit, she'd be telling me, you know what, I can see your point. Villanova. I mean, get over yourselves now, right? Villanova, they won the championship a couple of years ago. They've won 32 games this year. They're playing in the Big East, the greatest conference of all time. Oh, they still love the Big East. you got to come over to almost heaven. It's the closest thing we've got on this earth to heaven. West Virginia, almost heaven. You could call it purgatory. I don't. I call it almost heaven. I love it. She'll love it. Later on in the show, we're going to call some nuns from around the area. Uh, no, we're just playing with fire today. No, we're not. And brimstone. <laughs> Going to reach out to some convents. I have to correct myself. <laughs> I said earlier in the show, and I tweeted online, that we were going to be calling all the rectories. Nuns live in convents. Yes, they do. They do. They do. Like, hobbits love the shire. They love the convents. Habit. And they wear the habit. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. You know, another reason she might have to to root for West Virginia is that, as as another Catholic school, she wants to be the only Catholic school left in the tournament. That's true. You know, so why have another Catholic school closer to God when your school can be closer than theirs? So she should have a vested interest in West Virginia winning this game. If they played Nova in the final, 
And it's not going to happen because I knocked on wood. If they play Nova in the final, she's not going to get a chance to meet the Pope afterwards. Good point. If they win and they don't beat a Catholic institution, like if they beat West Virginia, she's going to Rome, man. She's skyrocketing to the Vatican. Hell, they might make her the next Pope. They might build a, spa- a statue they in could? the middle of St. Peter's Square just for her. Sister Jean. Mm. And then years down the road, basketball fans from throughout the land will pay homage to Young. And I will say Young because they're exaggerating how old she is. Sister Jean by genuflecting in front of said statue. What I need is her to sprinkle some of her fairy dust on us. Or I need to get nuns on the side of West Virginia. By the way, just can I vent for a second? Sure. It's my show. Get a vent. Last night was wild. Kansas State stinks. Stinks, stinks, stinks. West Virginia beat them twice, once by 38 points. They stink. Loyola, if they played in the Big 12, they'd have won 15 games this year. They stink, they stink, they stink. There's divine intervention, but they stink. They just, they stink. Florida State, nine seed. They were outscored in the ACC by their opponents. Outscored by the ACC. They stink. In Michigan. Yeah, they won the Big Ten tournament. Okay. Great. Down here for the Big Ten. That side of the bracket is a disaster, a disgrace. And here's where the venting comes in. It sucks to high heaven that West Virginia is on this side of the bracket, where everything is holding true to form. It stinks. It pisses me off that West Virginia's got to play the number one overall seed. Meanwhile, Virginia... I pooped down their leg. They lost to UMBC. You had Coach Cal bitching about his draw all week long. Coach Cal, oh, we stinks here, man. We got to play Arizona, and then we're going to have to play Virginia. We got two teams that you could say could be one seed. It's going to be a bitch, man. It's going to suck. It's going to be so hard. Meanwhile, he then gets to play Buffalo. Davidson and Kansas State, and they couldn't even get that job done. Quit bitching about the draw and just take care of whoever's in front of you. West Virginia, you didn't hear a peep out of them. They should not have been a five. Not if Texas Tech's a three. West Virginia beat them twice. Has a better resume. You're going to make them a three and us a five? You didn't hear any bitching about that. West Virginia just took care of business. And, yeah, they had to play Marshall. They got a nice draw there because they beat Wichita State. But that's what you sign up for in the tournament. Deal with what you got. Play good basketball. And if you play at the top of your game, you should be able to beat anyone. John Calipari. Guys, one at all kinds of levels. UMass went to the Final Four. Memphis, Final Four in the championship game. Kentucky won a national championship. Enough pitching. We get it. You don't like your draw. How about next time you get a cakewalk like you just got? You take advantage. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Matt Gajka coming up next. He went to Marshall. I don't hold that against him. It was his birthday yesterday, so I guess I'll be nice. We'll talk to him about all things college basketball and the Pens. They don't want to play New Jersey but they might not have to. It's the Crowley Show. 
Tomorrow, it's the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards, and John Cena is back to host for a second time. So, get ready for stars like Zendaya, Channing Tatum, Kristen Bell, Lori Hernandez, Common, and Yara Shahidi, and a can't-miss performance of Lemon by N.E.R.D. And get ready for a look at some epic movies, Avengers Infinity War, and Smallfoot. It's all going down at the Kids' Choice Awards, live tomorrow at 8, 7 central on Nickelodeon. That can't be right. There's no way they're last in the Grapefruit League. After all the money that they spent this year, it's, it's crazy, man. Unbelievable. And they lost to the Phillies like 15 to nothing today. <sighs> the Pirates. Pirates. Uh, I ESPN Pittsburgh Traffic.